episode 99. The big Ooh. 99. Yeah. Tomorrow. Make sure you're free tomorrow for big 100. So, In honor of J.J. Watt. Yep. In the Gretzky episode. <clears throat> so make sure you're free tomorrow. You know, block off your calendar from like, I don't know, 9.30, 10.30 or something like that. Let's, let's check. Let's check. We'll check it right now and make sure we're good to go. Oh, yeah. We're, well, we're clear after 10. All right. We're, we're good. All right. Cool. So, yeah, big 99. It seems like I just started this thing like, as a spinoff to our original podcast, I was looking for more to do. So I started doing this, got the idea from a couple other people. I'm like, I'm just going to do that. Just because sports betting is expanding more into more states other than just Vegas. I mean, I think yeah. we're up to like, what, a nine, somewhere between nine and 11 states to allow mobile. So it's going to expand. You're going to see more of this. I hope we got in the game when we did. It was a good timing. So, but yeah, this has been fun. So yesterday recap, uh, I had the Duke Syracuse game. Took Duke minus five and a half. Uh, they had easy cover. Oh my god, ten three pointers in the first half. Twenty seven assists in the game. That was outstanding yesterday. And uh, yeah, I mean after the game, it was Bayheim picking his nose, talking about how Duke's a better team. And he <laughs> caught some caught some flack this week from uh, Jay Billis. And he he kind of took a shot at Jay Billis yesterday and said, uh, "Well." I know more about basketball than Jay Billis, which I guess you could argue either way, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Jay, Jay Billis was no slouch of basketball, and uh, I think what he was saying, Jay is saying that Duke isn't a better team without Jalen Johnson. I don't know if that was him protecting the the kid and you know taking a shot from Bayheim, and Bayheim saying like I was just saying, irregardless of who's in the situation, Duke's a better team right now than they have been for the last three games. So yeah, and they I think they just played better, and we talked about this last week. I think I, I think they just played better team basketball. I, he's a he's a he can be a night, nightmare matchup for a lot of teams um, now. But you get teams like when they played Carolina, he didn't factor in much. But they've got a lot of big guys. When when teams don't have big guys, he's a, he's a nightmare. Right. Yeah, and I think if he's not in the lineup, the focal point's not him for the team to run their offense through him. Right. So that. that could be a good thing for Duke. I mean, a week and a half, two weeks ago, I was like, there's no way these guys, they were, what, seven and eight? Yeah. Like, well, they're out of the tournament. Now it's like, now they're talking like there's like a 48% chance right now they're in the tournament. Yeah, they're definitely, that was a big game for both teams last night. I think if Syracuse won that, they got back in the the mix. Um, But I think they're done now probably. Um, Yeah, Duke Duke definitely jumped back up into the bubble race. Dude, could you imagine playing Duke as like a nine or ten seed in the tournament first round? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I think there's very good potential they're playing in a play-in game in one of those, you know, the twelve seed playing games last four in. That's as of, just you know, crazy. It, unless unless they go, if they get to like the semis of the ACC tourney, because they're still like I don't even know sixth, fifth or fifth in the ACC right now, so they're they're going to get at least one day by. So if they win that. If they win that first game, I think, and then lose, I think you'll, you'll see them in a in like a twelve seed playing game. Yeah, so big game there, easy cover, and uh, yeah, maybe if Syracuse stops running their offense through Buddy Bayheim, they might win some games. <laughs> uh, next, I had Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. I had the over here of one thirty eight. Thank you for overtime, uh, Shannon, with the rebound to Edwards with one second left for the layup to send the game into overtime. This was huge. Uh, 
big game for Oklahoma State. So basically what it boiled down to last night is whoever won this game, whoever lost this game last night is probably going to have to play on play an extra game in the Big 12 tournament. They're going to have to play on that Wednesday of the Big 12 tournament. So right. this was a big, big win. Do Texas Tech looked really good, and then they just went on a complete drought for like seven minutes in the second half. So you can't do that and win basketball games. And the fact they were still in it at the end after going on like a seven-minute drought was – they just need to get it together for all 60 minutes. Yeah, I didn't watch, I didn't watch any of this game. Um, I planned to and then just found other shows on TV. But uh, it was I, – I lost this game. I, I took Texas Tech minus three, but um, I, I wish I would have watched it. I mean, McClung was cold in the first half. He played very well in the second half. Uh, same with Kate Cunningham got in a foul trouble for Oklahoma State. Played better in the second half. He played almost the entire second half with four fouls. Uh, I thought the refs got way too involved last night with some stuff. Cunningham picked up his fourth foul and some ticky-tack shit. It was a very physical game, and then there was a couple things I thought they should have called to kind of get the game in check, and they didn't. Uh, there was a loose ball situation on the baseline. Just mad scramble. Guys, like, just all over each other. Never blew the whistle until the ball went out of bounds. There was a fast break that kind of looked like a clean belt block for Oklahoma State, but at the same time, like both guys coming in with a body on the, uh, from the backside, and then just everyone crashing into the basket. Like you kind of almost have to call that, like, hey guys, let's try not to get hurt out. You know what I mean? Someone's going to get hurt just playing like that. Right. Like, I understand the magnitude of the game, but once in a while, you got to, you got to like get the game in check. Uh, hockey, I had Islanders money line. I had Tampa, Carolina over six that pushed. You also had that yesterday, I believe, right? Yep. And I had the Vegas, Colorado over five and a half that did not. So I'm 26, 16, and two in hockey. I'm 88, 84, and one in college basketball. Trying to get that gap back in there in college basketball. We're going to get it today. Today. All right. First game. I think we both have this game. I, uh, Illinois versus Michigan State. I'm taking Illinois minus six and a half. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Illinois has been hot, playing well. Um, I think they're hitting stride right now, which is which is nice to see Illinois back in the in the mix. Um, I feel like it's been last time I really remember Illinois being in the mix was '05, um, being a Carolina fan when they lost to Carolina in the, in the title game. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think Illinois is getting hot at the right time. I saw it this morning they're like fourth in the country. I think right now, uh, yeah. twelve and eight against the spread. This season, five and three against the spread on the road. Uh, Michigan State's not playing bad right now. The last few games they've played well, but they're uh, five and fifteen against the spread and two and nine against the spread at home. Illinois is eighth. Hold on, how did I? Yeah, they're, they're scoring eighty-one points a game. It's fifteenth in the country. That's pretty good. And then you have Michigan State coming off the win versus Indiana, where they were six and a half point underdog. Michigan State is playing better. I just don't think it's. I think Illinois is playing too good right now. I really do. 4-1 against spread the last five as a road favorite. 7-1 against spread the last eight Tuesday games. I kind of like – I really like Illinois tonight, minus 6.5. Yeah, yeah, and and Michigan State's 3-14 against the spread in the last 17, uh, which doesn't look good. Obviously, they didn't play well for a couple months span, but, yeah, they're they're playing a little bit better, but Illinois just hitting stride right now. Right. Yeah. my next pick, I have West Virginia TCU. I'm taking the under here of 147. This is uh, kind of against all the trends, which doesn't bother me at all. 
Uh, trends are nice sometimes, but at the same time, I think West Virginia's defense is going to get the better of TCU. TCU is not a great basketball team this year. And their last, the over-under for uh, TCU, I'm sorry, for West Virginia is, uh, I actually don't have it written down. I don't know. I can look it up real quick. That's awful. <laughs> but, yeah, it's I, – I just like the under here. I don't. I think West Virginia's defense is too good to, to allow a lot of points tonight. So, I just – my gut tells me under – 147 is a lot of points sometimes in a college game, especially when one of the teams is a, a defensive team. Yeah, there's a – as I was looking at games, I think the LSU-Georgia game is like 166. Now, LSU put up, what, 110 points or whatever they put up this weekend. But still, that's, that's 166 a lot. is a lot in college basketball. Right. Well, while you're, while you're checking that out, uh, my next game, St. Louis at VCU. I'm going under 134. Uh, St. Louis is the under is hit in the last five overall for them. And the last five is them as a favorite. And VCU, when they are an underdog, the under has hit the last four times. So I'm, I'm going to go under 134 in St. Louis at VCU. Uh, the over in West Virginia, 10-1 and one in the last 11 games. So I'm going against the trends here, like I said. Uh, my next pick, uh, Baylor versus Iowa State. This is kind of going to be a stretch. I was teetering on this one, but I'm going to take Baylor minus 23.5. Iowa State, we know, is not a good basketball team. Uh, their season's practically over. It's been over for a while, pretty much. I know 23.5 points is a lot of points, but Baylor 17-0, 13-4 against the spread this year. Most of those games, they are double-digit favorite. 5-3 and three against the spread at home. Iowa State is 304th in the country in scoring, and their last three games, they haven't scored 60 points, and they're all against ranked teams. Baylor 7-3 against the spread the last 10 home games is a favorite, 7-10 the last 10 at home. Uh, Baylor's also 7-3 against the spread the last 10 home games versus a team with a losing record. I'm going to go Baylor tonight, minus the 23 and a half. I like this. It's, uh, I, I looked at this game, Baylor, 23 and a half is obviously a lot, but Baylor is playing very well right now. They have grown-ass men on like. their team. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are a big team. I would love to see, as uh, a couple of my buddies were all big college basketball fans were texting last night. And I, I said, I feel like this is Gonzaga's year. And my buddy goes, we hear that every year. And I'm like, I know. We say that every year. And we always say, and I'm always a believer, like, I don't trust Gonzaga when they get in tournament. They just look different this year. But I would, if you could just say, hey, give me Gonzaga Baylor in a national title game, I will take it. Yeah, I'm all in eight on out that, of too. Ten, eight, eight out of ten times right now. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, what else you got college basketball my, my next game, I'm going Florida-Auburn. I am going to go under 155 in this game, 155 being quite a bit. That is a um, lot. Auburn just got blown out by LSU. They're the ones that gave up 110 points or whatever it was. Uh, Florida, the under has hit in the last four games against the team um, with a winning record and also 5-1 last six games following a, a, against the spread loss. And the under five and zero against the in the last five um, for LSU when they allow a hundred points or more. Obviously, that doesn't happen often, but they do give up a ton of points. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little against the trend here um, and, and take the under. I like that. I like that a lot. 
That is a lot of points for college basketball. Yeah, you don't you don't see that often. Uh, my next pick is a game we both have. We're on opposite sides here. I'm way against the trends here. Texas versus Kansas. Texas minus three. Uh, I'll be honest, man. Kansas has turned it around. I'm looking at their last few games. They beat Texas Tech. They beat Kansas State, Iowa State, Iowa State again, Oklahoma State. Their last loss was February 6th against West Virginia where they got smoked. But they're 5-0 and against the spread their last five games. But at the same time, as much as Texas is slumping, this is, this is going to be like an Oklahoma State-Texas Tech game last night. This is a huge yeah. game for both these teams in the Big 12. And Texas has got to get out of the slump, and they got to play better. And it's 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 going to come down to guard play tonight. The guards have not been playing well, and that was kind of their bread and butter. They had they had deep rotation on the bench for big guys, and they could bring in you know Jericho Sims and a couple of the guys. But their guards were what draw, drove that game, and they haven't been doing that and shooting poorly. Uh, they're two and three in February. They've lost. They just lost to West Virginia, so February has not been kind to them. They have no yeah, excuses. West Virginia lost. Yeah, West Virginia loss was not good for them. Right. They have no excuses. They looked, They're yeah, healthy. They bad as a team. Yep. But like I said, guard guard play needs to step up. I, way against the trends here. Texas, uh, 0-4 in the last four games against the spread, following a straight-up loss. They're 1-7 against the spread. Their last eight games is the home favorite. And 1-7 against the spread their last eight. And like like I said, Kansas turning around 5-0 and against the spread the last five games. 4-0 and against the spread the last four games, following against the spread the win. Seven and three against spread their last ten Tuesday games. I just really, I just think it's going to come down to who wants it more tonight. And I got to go with the home team here in Texas. They're going to have fans and, there. Yeah, and like you said, we're opposite here. I'm I'm not even taking the point. I'm going Kansas money line plus one twenty. Um, I I think this team, this Kansas team, they struggled December, early January, even early February. Um, I think this team is a Sweet 16 team. I think McCormick down low is a big factor for them, and I think he will dominate tonight again, and Kansas gets the win. It's going to be a fun game. I'm definitely going to watch this. I stayed up last night and watched that uh, Texas Tech-Oklahoma State game, so I'm definitely going to stay up and watch this. I have one more college basketball. Do you have anything else in college basketball? I got, I got one more college basketball with you. Uh, so my last pick is Washington versus Arizona State. I'm taking Washington plus the eight and a half. Arizona State has been a huge letdown this year against the spread. Uh, two and eleven against the spread in the last thirteen games, following a straight up loss. Two and five against the spread in the last seven Tuesday games. Seven and nineteen against the spread in their last twenty six home games. I could go on and on about Arizona State. They're just not. I mean, not that Washington's any better against the spread. Uh, nine and twenty against spread in the last twenty nine games, but that dates back to last year. It's three and seven against spread in the last ten games, following a straight up win. Both these teams, in my opinion, are ass. Arizona State has not lived up to the talent they have on that team, but I'm going to take Washington tonight and the points plus eight and a half. I like that pick. I just don't know much about the Pac twelve. That's why I, I stay away from them. Uh, my last college basketball pick is UConn at Georgetown. I'm taking UConn minus four. Both, both these teams are playing very well right now, uh, but UConn is 9-1-1 against the spread in the last 11. Um, I guess the team with a, a winning percentage below 400. They definitely eat up on those teams that are struggling. 
Um, six and one against the spread in their last seven Tuesday games. Six and six one and one against the spread in their last eight road games. Um, UConn minus four. I like that. Georgetown just doesn't have that on Mac McClung. Exactly, dude. I'm telling you, that uh, kid it might be one of the most underrated players in the country. Yeah, I love watching him play. But just last yeah. night, when it came down to it, they have all, they have all these like you know the the Silva and all these guys in Texas Tech. <clears throat> they're struggling to score. The dude just says, "I'll just take it from here." Just comes down to court. His ability, as small as he is, to just elevate. He, dude, he come down to court twice. Just pulled up over top of uh, Kate Cunningham. Just knocked it down. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 great to watch, and I, I really hope they can make a run in the in the tournament so a lot more people get to see him. Yeah, I think he's just. And I'm on the fence. Like, does he go pro or does he stay? I mean. I kind of like to see him stay another year and just he's going to be the go-to guy again. It might help his draft stock to stay one more year. Exactly. All right, that's all I, I have got, for college basketball. You have hockey. I got one hockey pick. Um, Buffalo at New Jersey. The under his hit. And for the last five, um, for Buffalo, six of the last seven with them as an underdog. These two teams played last week or this weekend. Um and the under hit. I am going against that. I am going over. Buffalo looked, they played last night against the Islanders. They did lose 3 2, uh, but they looked, they were getting a lot more shots on that. They looked like an entirely different team last night. Um, so I like the over, and I don't know who's in net yet for Buffalo, but if it is Carter Hutton, I'm the over should definitely hit. He has struggled all year when he comes in. Um, and, and I'm pretty sure he will be in that since Buffalo plays another two or three games this week. Um, they're loaded up right now because of the COVID issues a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. I'm taking over five and a half in Buffalo, New Jersey. And the overs just killing it this year with a five and a half like tipping point. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's it for episode 99. Make sure you come back tomorrow for the big 100. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. Game it's going to be 100 episodes already. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem legit, but again, guys, this isn't science. These aren't guarantees. And as always, remember to please bet responsibly.